I'm Robert Pearson, and this is Follow the Leader, where I sit down and just go through a Bible verse, or passage, rather, on uh, what I think helps describe a biblical godly man. So, as Christian men, what are we supposed to be doing, and what is what is a picture of, of doing our best look like? And I'm just using the, the man cards as a guide to go through these. Today we are in 1 Timothy Chapter 6, verses 6 through 8. Here we go. All right. But godliness actually is a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment, for we have brought nothing into the world, so we cannot take anything out of it either. If we have food or covering with these, we shall be content. There's a lot more good stuff in this passage, but just to keep things focused, kind of tight. There's a lot right there. Uh, so, uh, going through it, what thoughts come to mind? The first thing I'm kind of reminded of is, uh, uh, speaking of for millennials, I'm old, but I'm still a millennial technically, which is kind of lame. But uh, there's a lot of entitlement and that not only you can't take it with you, but the other part of that, you didn't you didn't earn anything you showed up with nothing and so you should be grateful for everything you brought nothing into this world so we cannot take anything out of it either uh, you came into this world naked screaming covered in someone else's blood and the most you can hope for is to leave in a different way than than that same but yeah that's that's it that's all we get But godliness actually means a great gain when accompanied by contentment. That's uh, the the point Solomon kind of makes in, in Ecclesiastes is that it's it's good to just just enjoy what you have, and that's uh, I mean rich people who have all of the stuff. A lot of them aren't really happy, and uh, some of the happiest people in the world are poor people who just. Just work hard every day and enjoy what they have. It's important to be content with what you have. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't strive for more, maybe. It doesn't mean that you wouldn't have ambitions in business to to increase your ability to provide for your family, to increase your family's financial security and stuff. Uh, but to... Don't act like you're absolutely going to die if you don't. Um, don't don't let that ambition suffocate you and suffocate your enjoyment of life and and understand that you know that the world's not going to end if you get your kid that that gumball out of the gumball machine or uh, make that you know get them get them that one extra happy meal life's made to to be enjoyed and not to be miserable and to to balance balance those two things is uh is critical um but definitely err on the side of being content and knowing that you know, God provides for the birds of the air and the uh, flowers of the field. You're way more important, so maybe don't stress so much. If we have food and covering with these, we shall be content. You go to bed with a full belly and a roof over your head. That's enough. Once again, that doesn't mean that you don't work for things 
in our more abstract culture, you know, it's, you've got to deal with money and things floating around. Um, it's important to remember that covering might imply certain things like life insurance or house insurance or stuff. The things that keep you safe or protect you over, um, in different ways than just weather, but bad events and stuff. Um, those definitely are things that are okay to, to have and to strive for. Uh, and just understand, you're not going to die if you don't have them, though. And uh, to put everything kind of in that, that larger context of, am I going to die right now if I don't have this? No? All right, then, maybe maybe lower the stress level a little bit. And, you know, work towards it, certainly, but don't don't freak out. There's very little in life worth freaking out about. Uh, so, who's this aimed at? Obviously, Paul's writing to Timothy. Or, so, well, not obviously. This is Paul, uh, the Apostle Paul, writing to Timothy. Uh, his right-hand man for a long time, and a, a young guy that he started putting uh, in charge of getting these church started as, um, as Paul would be arrested, or he'd move on to a different town, and Timothy would kind of... Um, set up the church leadership after the church was started by Paul and he would kind of um, create the footing for that and then you know come along behind Paul in the next town so um, and, and he's kind of setting out here the things to teach about and to talk about and as well as you know virtues that you should uh, ascribe to that you should should strive for and work to work to add into your own life um, how to be good for for oversimplification and uh, how important is contentment? I'd say contentment's very important because uh, it allows you to relax and understand God's got this, and it it opens up. Um, RAM, shall we say, or opens up processing power, where once you're not worried so critically about things, you can relax, take a step back, and now think about some other more important things. Ah, dropping stuff all over the place here. Oh, excuse me. So, um, ways you can be benefited by being content. Just relax. Well, for one thing, lower stress levels, uh, lower blood pressure, and, uh, you know, you're not... Um, you're going to be healthier if you're just less worried about things. Um, some of the chemicals that your brain starts producing and putting in your system once you get stressed out about stuff and you're frustrated or upset and stressed, and when you have that over a long period of time, it, it wrecks your health. Um, high blood pressure being the, the kind of the foremost of, of it. And uh, so it's can be very important on a, a physical level as well as a, a spiritual level. If it, it distracts you, it can be a distraction spiritually from things that are more important, like being a good father, a good husband. If you're so wrapped up in trying to provide more and get more money and take care, you know, oh, I gotta, gotta take care of my family and more money and more work and more money means more hours. More hours mean less time for your family and uh, then they, they, they don't need your money as much as they need your time, and that's it's important to find that balance and just make sure you're being conscious about the balance. So, uh, what are some practical ways we can be more content tomorrow? Um, uh, 
just taking a moment to think about all that you have. And um, I think the best way to enable being content is being grateful. And take some time to really think about what you do have. What you currently possess. Um, and and just, just stop and go, wow, thank you. Uh, be be grateful. Express that gratitude, uh, because you don't you don't deserve any of it. You didn't bring any of it into this world. And you don't get to take it with you. It has to stay here. And so, just really stop and take a moment to appreciate what you have: your house, your car. Even if it's a crummy car that breaks, it's better than a bicycle. And so, be grateful for that. Yes, if you have a crummy little apartment, yeah, but it's better than a cardboard box. And and really stop and take a moment. Put everything in its perspective. You're not living out of your car. You're in a place with indoor plumbing. Not everybody has that. Indoor plumbing is a luxury of the rich in most of the countries in the world right now. That's awesome that we have that. Um, you live better than Pharaoh does if you're just a, you know, even even people at the poverty line in America live better than Pharaoh. Um, with air conditioning and indoor plumbing and the ability to go eat at McDonald's and stuff, the, the kind of loftiness Pharaoh never had. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. You're awesome. Go ahead and throw your uh, questions, comments, concerns, cries of heresy down below. And tell me what you think. Answer, uh, give your answers to these questions. I'll throw them in the description. And uh, give me your questions. That's all I got. Thanks for spending the time with me. I'll see you next time. Godspeed.